This is the Epilogue Audio Experience. Hi guys, I'm your host Suchita. Thank you for joining in and uh, today's episode of the SOS show is very special. We have got uh, very esteemed guests with us today uh, who actually don't need any introduction. Uh, I have with us uh, on my left uh, Mr. Harsh Mariwala. Harsh sir needs no introduction. He is the founder and chairman of Marico. Marico currently has operations in 25 countries across Asia and Africa. He's also the founder of Kaya Limited which runs a chain of skin care clinics across India and Middle East Ascent Foundation which is a peer learning entrepreneurial platform Marico Innovations a foundation that works towards nurturing innovations in India Mariwala Health initiative that supports mental health causes and Sharp Ventures which serves as his family office and on my right is Rajvi Mariwala the director of Mariwala Health Initiatives MHI MHI provides grants and strategic support to organizations uh, and collectives working within communities to provide greater access to mental health services for all. And across the table, I have my co-host Rohan Thakur joining me. And I'm looking forward to this much-needed conversation on mental health and entrepreneurship. Enjoy the show. I want to start with her, sir. With this tremendous, amazing, inspiring journey, sir, and I hope everyone gets that blessing. Six thousand plus crore companies, so many other companies you started in like twenty nine, thirty years. Kaya Clinic, MHI, Ascent, Marico Innovations, Sharp Ventures. Sir, how did you do this? I mean, uh, for for me, moving one step is such a big hurdle. Challenges. How did you keep yourself balanced? So, <laughs> first of all, I. a very strong urge a motivation to do new things yes and uh, i enjoy doing new things pioneering new things uh, innovating so that's something which i enjoy doing so it's to some people work they don't like work and they always look at work life balance to me work life everything is same i don't differentiate between work and life because i enjoy work as much as like doing other things so i have other interests also but i would say that uh, that burning desire to succeed is very very important to to act as a motivation to to do new things and every person has setbacks failures in life uh, it's okay to fail mm-hmm. uh, because failures are learning opportunities mm-hmm. you need to analyze your failures and ensure that you don't repeat the same failure again mm-hmm. and uh, how can you apply that failure to to learning when you do the same thing or similar thing mm-hmm. in future and in multiple times i have seen that every failure i have had some learning so they say sometimes you win and sometimes you lose i would say sometimes you win and sometimes you learn wonderful so having said that i would say that um, i think focus is important you know mm-hmm. um, we need to do a few things but do them well and over a period of time i have done many things but i have kept that focus even while building marico which is the largest initiative or ni- largest thing i've done mm-hmm. i have kept a focus in terms of where will we operate where will we not operate mm-hmm. uh, in terms of geographical approach as well as in categories we should be present in mm-hmm. so we have defined our business as in beauty and wellness 
so i think when you are focused you do a few things but you do them well mm-hmm. you don't want to be jack of all trades you want to be master of few Mm-hmm. So you need to create a right to win in whatever you're doing by identifying the right opportunity, either by pioneering the opportunity or by innovating in that particular field. Mm-hmm. Once you do that, then I think you need good talent. So I would say I would place a lot of emphasis on talent, mm-hmm. uh, and I've always believed in recruiting talent, which is better than me. Mm-hmm. so when you have better talent then you are delegating to the talent mm-hmm. you're not abdicating but delegating mm-hmm. and they tend to perform better sometimes you may go wrong but by and large i've had very positive experience with talent mm-hmm. and the talent can only thrive in a good culture so i have spent a lot of time in building the culture of the organization mm-hmm. as entrepreneurs you need to have uh, very high standards of governance Mm-hmm. do things in the right manner don't take shortcuts mm-hmm. don't get caught because you've taken some shortcuts in, in the area of compliances mm-hmm. because it can hit you and mm-hmm. it can put you back mm-hmm. so from day one i have always believed that governance is very very crucial and my advice to all the other entrepreneurs is that governance doesn't happen only when you are large it has to have the seeds of when even when you are a small player you know and finally i would say that growth mm-hmm. one has to have a growth mindset mm-hmm. because growth is something which excites all the stakeholders starting from promoters to employees to associates mm-hmm. and i think as promoters you need to drive growth both short term as well as long term growth mm-hmm. so these are some of my i would say call mantras mm-hmm. but in addition to that i think you need to have certain discipline in terms of how you are able to cope up with stress yes because uh, each person goes through stressful periods mm-hmm. stressful moments mm-hmm. and uh, the key thing is not to to ensure that it doesn't put you back so so any any thoughts yeah i mean i tend to break off my day mm-hmm. after a certain time in the evening so once mm-hmm. i reach home i go to the gym in the evening and that acts as a stress buster mm-hmm. i spend some time with my grandchildren that is a huge stress buster mm-hmm. and then once i have a shower then i don't normally i don't attend to work mm-hmm. but if you build a business in an ethical manner and place high standards of governance and when you are delegating and you have to make yourself redundant mm-hmm. over a period of time so that the extra over overwork as they call it or lack of time should not impact you mm-hmm. and i always felt that lack of time is an effect mm-hmm. of something not being done well mm-hmm. either you are not in the right business or you are not delegating or you're not trusting others mm-hmm. so i've never had an issue of lack of time mm-hmm. i've always left office at 5 5:30 in the evening i've always gone to the gym i exercise 365 days a year mm-hmm. to me that's a stress buster now to somebody else it may be something else mm-hmm. but if you do things in the right manner mm-hmm. uh and delegate and mm-hmm. empower people mm-hmm. then i think you you can pursue your other interests mm-hmm. and on weekends again i only work 5 days a week do i do some reading and i carry some work home i'm not saying that mm-hmm. but um on every saturday sunday i would be playing golf which again is time consuming to take 4 or 5 hours mm-hmm. so i have had a good life from 
from that point of view in terms of mm-hmm. building a business as well as pursuing my interests mm-hmm. sir uh, in terms of uh, you know entrepreneurship then and entrepreneurship now yeah. uh, the challenges yeah. you know yeah. has been sort of different you know yeah. they must have yeah. evolved yeah. Yeah. and a lot of young entrepreneurs coming yeah. across yeah. Yeah. Uh, the basic issues of course the stress which they're not able yeah. to handle yes. the mental yes. health thing yeah. Yeah. and of course other things what yeah. is your take on it sir so you're right uh, that from the time i started to today the mm-hmm. overall competitive environment in business has increased substantially mm-hmm. so to that extent able to identify businesses where you can pioneer new things or uh, you can do things differently is is far more difficult than what it was earlier when i started business mm-hmm. so that itself is a source of stress because you know if you don't have a business where you have a differentiated offering mm-hmm. then uh, to that extent you can get hit by competitive pressures Mm-hmm. and that competition can have an impact on your margins mm-hmm. and the kind of stress which the entrepreneurs face today is much more yes. because the disruption in the environment is high mm-hmm. technology is a big disruptor yes and uh, a confluence of newer technology is actually making it far more difficult to predict mm-hmm. the impact on your business of course it will depend a lot on the kind of business you are in mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, can you imagine the disruptions even a smartphone is caused mm-hmm. yes uh, smart starting with alarm clocks to wrist watches to yeah to smart watches uh, smart watches <laughs> to cameras to yes. music instruments to even uh, measuring instruments about health you know fitbit kind of instruments and it's a matter of time you will be able to measure all blood pressure heart diabetic all that mm-hmm. Yes. on your smartphone so can you imagine just one even tv i mean most of the servants or people they watch films on smartphone yes so tv computers i don't have a laptop i just have a, a phone mm. and my pc in office but i don't have a laptop because i see everything on my phone mm. and can you imagine with foldable phones coming in mm. you'll have double the size of screens on the phone so it is just one example how a smartphone has disrupted so many industries mm-hmm. and again depending on the kind of industry you are and you can get disrupted mm-hmm. so that's adding to a lot of stress mm-hmm. amongst the entrepreneurs mm-hmm. um so i think that's the environment as of now mm-hmm. absolutely so the laying the foundation for ascent yeah. ascent why yeah. what was the germ of it why did you think this is the time to start it 2012 i strongly believe that entrepreneurs add a lot of value to all the stakeholders starting mm-hmm. from the promoters and mm-hmm. the shareholders to um to the employees mm-hmm. to the associates they work with mm-hmm. uh, to their own customers and mm-hmm. finally to the society mm-hmm. and they drive economic growth because of economic growth uh, they provide jobs mm-hmm. uh, they contribute to the the government in terms of extra taxes mm-hmm. so if i can actually share my experiences share my learnings mm-hmm. in my entrepreneur journey and um, make it easier for them to grow mm-hmm. make it easier for them to manage today's pressure then mm-hmm. i would be giving something back to the society so it is just mm-hmm. not money which is being spent but my sure. own time absolutely and i spend a lot of time yeah, on this initiative absolutely coming to rajvi the study of mhi and ascent uh, when you decided to do it uh, what is your major findings that you guys went through 
so some of the major findings and actually this was across the board mm-hmm. uh, we found that most entrepreneurs reported three major stressors mm-hmm. one was cash flow yes. the other one was managing people or teams mm-hmm. and the third was fear of failure and this was across mm-hmm. gender age type of business yes. the ownership of the business whether it was family run or professionally run yes. so these are the top 3 mm-hmm. uh, across all all categories of mm-hmm. entrepreneurs so that's um good to have as a starting point mm-hmm. and uh, so three ma- big challenges as has come across through the study the cash the team and the failure what was your experience in terms of managing these three challenges so luckily for uh, the kind of business i started mm-hmm. which is fast moving consumer goods mm-hmm. we never had cash flow problem because mm-hmm. we create strong brands mm-hmm. and because the brands are strong and there is a demand pull for our brands mm-hmm. we actually have the checkbook of all our distributors mm-hmm. uh, signed checkbooks with us so as soon as the goods are dispatched on the next day we we put in the um, check for banking Mm-hmm. so no effort involved in follow up uh, mm-hmm. no delays in payments and i think that itself has been a big uh, reason why we have not had a cash flow problem but mm-hmm. and we always been successful but this is a real issue you know yes. it's especially in today's environment uh, mm-hmm. where there could be delayed payments um, the business is not doing well so high inventories which could lead to cash flow problems mm-hmm. and another problem which also comes is managing people which has always been a problem since the inception and now now i think it's increased yeah but i think that's where most entrepreneurs are i mean they are doing things on their own but when it comes to recruiting talent you need to create a certain image for yourself in the job market because as much as you may want to recruit somebody it that person also should be willing to join you so mm-hmm. recruitment is like marketing you know mm-hmm. you have to market yourself and many entrepreneurs don't do that in terms of marketing what are you offering to the potential uh, person who wants to recruit you know mm-hmm. in terms of the culture you're providing the growth opportunity you're providing mm-hmm. the and especially among the millennial beyond that i mean they want to look at things like work life balance they want to look at the purpose of the organization they want to look at how organization dealing with issues like sustainability and all that so it's very important to create the right image and you know market yourself to attract the right talent i was just going to come on the part of work life balance yeah. so like you just mentioned sometime back yeah. in the beginning yeah. that uh, for a person who is doing something that he likes yeah. his work is his life but uh, do you think it is required right now uh, i always feel that you know if your work is interesting and if you pe- put people who are finding whatever they're doing is based on their strengths their mm. passions mm. then the issue of work life balance will will not be there but i reckon that the newer age both couples or whatever mm. everybody is working hard so they want to spend some time mm. at home together mm. so i think that's a reality which we'll have to get used to mm. i for one i have not felt it there could be some short time when you know the business needs it but on perpetual basis if if you have a work life balance issue then then there is something wrong either in the way the company is organized in terms of organization structure or the talent or you're not delegating so i think it's lack of time as i said earlier is an effect mm-hmm. it on a on a perpetual basis you can't say i don't have time then there is something wrong in the way you're managing things 
Sir, cash demon failures, as as we mentioned, uh, what is your advice to the entrepreneurs who are facing all three? So, I think first of all, uh, you need to, depending on the kind of business you are and how risky hmm. is it, hmm. what could be the downsides? Hmm. Um, they need to evaluate everything. Uh, yeah, I think you need to have a certain stress test, you know, in hmm. terms of worst case scenario hmm. and be prepared for that. You can't say everything will move as per the plan. Mm. All of a sudden, the economy will go through a downturn and it will have a huge impact on on your business. So, you have to predict a certain downturn. Mm -hmm. You have to do a stress test. It's better to go a little safe mm -hmm. rather than going too aggressive. I understand mm -hmm. the ambition part. But, you know, we've seen many ambitious business houses mm -hmm. fail. And especially many of them have failed because they've gone into some unrelated areas. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that has been the primary reason why they failed because all of a sudden they have had surplus cash flows and they've invested in real estate or mm -hmm. something else which was not their core business, you know. Mm -hmm. And we've seen the recent examples of, you know, even some big uh, houses mm -hmm. going into unrelated areas and, you know, having to sell off their core businesses. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, they need to evaluate well before they get into things. Uh, coming to the study of uh, Ascent and MHI, entrepreneurial well-being, uh, there's a very interesting thing that I saw in the figures. And the figure, the thing I saw was that there wasn't much difference in terms of uh, the pe uh, the entrepreneurs who were starting on their own or with partners, the young ones, versus the one running the family business. You know, in terms of their stress levels, in terms of their other issues coping, everything was on the higher side. And I'm just sort of wondering why was that? You know, despite coming from a DNA and experience of being from a family background? So, um, I think, you know, there are some specific issues when it comes to working in mm. your own family-run business. Mm. Uh, one could be, as a newer generation, if you want to do things differently mm. uh, than the older generation, mm. you know, that can cause conflict mm -hmm. and then mental health issues. The mm. other thing is, if you want to, say, put in a work-life balance as mm. compared, again, mm. to the older generation, mm. people might have issues and say that, we never did this at your age. Mm. Uh, so, I think the stress levels across the board are high, mm. comparable and similar um, for another reason as well, mm. and if you look at the study, mm. people's coping strategies mm. are either denial mm. or turning into oneself or mm. doing very solitary activities like maybe walking, listening to music yes, uh, or, you know, just hiking, for example. So rather than reaching out, maybe talking to a few people, mm. uh, we don't have any systematic Mm -hmm. uh, kind of approach to mm -hmm. our own mental health stressors when mm -hmm. it comes to entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Also in terms of the uh, 15 year uh, experience of less than 15 years and more than 15 years, there wasn't again, you know, it, they were on the same level. So uh, you're absolutely right. Again, the time of business didn't matter. The stress levels were yes. as high. Mm. Uh, I think the only thing that was interesting mm. is that people who had been part of Ascent Peer uh, Trust groups, which yeah. are groups of peers who get together and confidentially discuss issues that are relevant to them. Mm -hmm. So people who were in Ascent for a year or longer did report stress mm -hmm. levels lower than those of other entrepreneurs simply because mm -hmm. they were able to share mm -hmm. in trust groups and this mm -hmm. came out in our qualitative interviews as well. So sharing is an immense coping mechanism for 
Absolutely. I mean, emotional support systems yes. are very important. When you uh, add peers into that mix, mm-hmm. one might say that as an entrepreneur, I cannot go back home and talk to my partner or spouse or cannot talk to maybe my parents because mm-hmm. they are not experiencing this. Mm-hmm. But there are peers who do understand what mm-hmm. I'm going through. And so it's easier to share this with them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the coping mechanisms are coming to her, sir. Uh, sir, I read this that you know you have cope like also you mentioned in the beginning, yeah. uh, going back to family, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you also are an avid trekker. You go to your gym. You take mm-hmm. small meals. Mm-hmm. You know, tell us more uh, <laughs> for the for our entrepreneurs. So I think the most important thing is discipline. You know, sure, sir. I would strongly suggest that uh, you have to have time discipline. You know, have discipline mm. in terms of eating the right food, mm. uh, the right. Uh, type of exercise depending again your on your preference you know somebody may want to do a gym somebody may want mm. to play game somebody may want to swim mm. or walk or whatever or mm. yoga mm. i think the key thing is to identify what is your passion because mm. uh, if you what are not passion? passionate mm. about uh, what you're doing you will never have that discipline so you mm. should feel like doing that sure and uh, there should not be any escape buttons now mm. normally i exercise in the evening mm. um at 7 o'clock but sure. uh, days i cannot exercise for today i am taking a flight mm. and i will not be able to exercise today evening so i went mm. in the morning i got up at 6:30 went to the gym and came here mm-hmm. so you have to make those choices you know mm-hmm. even if it is less one hour sleep mm-hmm. you have to exercise it's like having a shower every day you know mm-hmm. you have to mm-hmm. go to gym come what may mm-hmm. uh, so you have to i weigh myself <laughs> i'm a little bit of I get a little overboard in terms. I weigh myself twice or thrice a week. The moment I put on some weight, I'm back on soup and salad diet. You know, so you mm-hmm. have to. And my today, even today, after so many years, my wedding clothes will fit me. You know, so oh, wonderful! <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. So you have to be very, very disciplined. I would say that's that's very important. And then you need to find out your stress busters. In my case, it has been going to the gym when I'm alone, then playing with grandkids, and I also have. some sort of trust group which i talk to i mm. talk to the family so i think mm. you need to find out where you can because ultimately you can't absorb everything on your own you know if you are under stress many times you can and it's lonely especially if you're at the top so mm. sometimes you can talk to your team mm. i've talked to my team i have not hesitated because some people feel that they are vulnerable if they have to talk to their team mm. so i've talked to the team talked to the family talked to other outside counselors talked to the trust groups hmm. go to the gym hmm. play with grandchildren uh, listen to music uh, don't think about work after having a shower in the evening so these hmm. are the kind of things i hmm. i have been doing hmm. having your trust group uh, just continuing with that thought uh, there was another thing that was in the study was one is the suicidal tendencies that the entrepreneurs have you know and the second thing was only 10% women participated uh, in the study uh, would you like to elaborate on that so uh, 10% participated simply because uh, in the makeup of ascent 10% mm. of entrepreneurs are women mm. uh, now across the board i would say if you look at india's figures of uh, participation of women in the workforce mm. we know it's a weak point so that's actually yes. reflective of our society so i'm not that uh, concerned about uh, the 10% of women mm. it's actually a pretty good number as per um, ascent membership sure and in terms of the uh, what about the suicidal tendencies that they have so uh, again it's it's a matter of uh, stress mm-hmm. um 
hardships faced mm-hmm. uh, and then combined with the inability to maybe reach out for help due to stigma due to uh, partially you know there is a whole um, stress on failure mm. and failure linked of the business is linked to you as an individual heavily mm. linked mm. and there's so many stories about entrepreneurs being these yes. great heroes there's no space actually yes. in this narrative for failure Absolutely. and uh, that can be pretty devastating and you know we all have seen what these wake up calls have done Absolutely. and so the idea then is to look at it systemically and say that we need to change this narrative and we need to actually say that yeah. you need failure to learn or to innovate how are you going to do it without um, so that's that's hopefully the idea there is to create some space in the conversation to say failure is okay and a business failure does not mean that you fail as an individual absolutely failure in narrative is very important one more thing I want to add to what she has said I fully agree with her that I think failure is Indian society does not support failure and failure is looked down upon mm. even parents you know mm. um but in addition to that, in business, I think some people have done this because they have taken shortcuts on governance. You know, and that's mm. where uh, governance plays a very important role. You know, if you had some some income tax shortcuts, and you know, you had some raids or um, some other excise duty or enforcement director, and that that fear of being exposed, going to jail, not able to pay the penalty. I think that's many entrepreneurs don't realize. They think that it'll hit only some big entrepreneurs, but you can't afford to take shortcuts in today's environment. Mm. It can hit you and it can just put you back by many, many years, you know. Mm. So that greed of avoiding some tax or taking some shortcuts should should not be uh, mm. should not be done, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Talking about coping mechanism and dealing with things, do you think spiritual intervention in entrepreneurs help? In any way, or yeah, I think I would say anything spiritual. It you have to, it has to appeal to you, you know. Yes. But mm-hmm. uh, reading on spiritual and you know talking to some spiritual guru, it 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 will give you some knowledge. It'll give you some solace, depending on person to person. But definitely, it's uh, one way to cope up uh, with stress. Mm-hmm. Sir, um, as I was reading through the website, the power of collective is such a powerful theme. I think is that where uh, you have built your company on. Getting yeah, the collective yeah, together. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. You know, it's many times just talking to people who understand you, just talking mm. and not even getting their advice. It's mm. itself is just releases a lot of mm. burden which you've been carrying, you know. Mm. Uh, in addition to that, uh, every person has a blind spot, you know. So mm. you, I may think in a certain manner, but I have some other thing which I didn't think through. So when you talk to a collective set of people, mm. Many of the blind spots get surfaced, you know, because every person has blind spots. Mm, so yes. it's very important to talk and then the emotional support in terms of, okay, we are there with you mm-hmm. in this journey. And mm-hmm. some of them may also have faced a similar issue and how they were able to cope up, you know. Mm-hmm. So a lot of learning through reflections, talking to people, learning from others, how they coped up, emotional support mm-hmm. goes into this social, whatever social support you may call it or yeah. peer group support. You may call it, but you need to have people who understand you. Mm. And many times, you know, if somebody does not understand you, then talking to some people may not help. But ability to understand and those similar people would ideally should have had some experience in this area, or at least they would have known somebody else who 
mm-hmm. would have gone through mm-hmm. similar kind of a stress mm-hmm. so one just last question from my side uh, let me see if everyone has another question uh, uh one quick question sir is that sir you are a leader you are leading the team and leading the company uh people who are under you you know who work oh, under you must yeah. be facing a lot of stress to come up to your level all the time no, and I that could be so. a huge stress for them you know no, you I as mean, a leader so how do you handle that so that no, my I, team doesn't <laughs> it doesn't arise because i tend to recruit poor people who are better than me so actually i would be under stress and not that <laughs> <laughs> but so one really, advice for you yeah. not, not that but i yeah, think basically sure. if you recruit good talent and put them in roles of based on their strengths then mm-hmm. um i don't think the sheer expectation would would drive the stress so he had conducted mhi and uh, ascent had conducted a report on entrepreneurs which we are going to tag in the description you all can access it and get to know about what entrepreneurs face through and i wanted to know what parameters did you check while conducting this survey and what was the of course you have told the result but what parameters did you check about uh, a weak mental health So you know I'll actually go into how we started this project uh, the study and uh, it turns out that entrepreneurs in the ascent trust groups mm-hmm. had been sharing some mental health concerns for the last 7 or 8 months mm-hmm. okay so when uh, the ascent team shared this with the mhi team uh, we all felt that it's very important that we have these discussions and take this up as a subject mm-hmm. uh, for a couple of reasons one is there has been some focus on mental health at the workplace but it has only been for the employees mm-hmm. right and the other focus has been on the mental health of uh, startups around yes. startups now yes. both of these are very specific situations mm-hmm. but what about the person who actually runs the organization yes now one would imagine that the mental health and well-being of that person is not only important for that individual mm-hmm. but will have a cascading effect on the company as well as the employees yes, yes. Uh, so when we actually started we tried to find studies mm-hmm. on this mm-hmm. done anywhere there are we didn't find any in india for sure mm-hmm. but there are actually very few done worldwide It's really strange mm-hmm. it's uh, you know very odd considering especially that there is so much written about entrepreneurs entrepreneurs overall the study of mm. entrepreneurship mm. has been formally happening since the 1990s mm. and yet there is nothing on the mental well-being of entrepreneurs you may have uh, people writing from mm. an hr perspective on an entrepreneurial mindset mm. but there's actually nothing on entrepreneurial mental health yes. so what we did was we ended up co-designing this study with entrepreneurs mm-hmm. because as mental health professionals we may not know uh, how they articulate mental health mm-hmm. so we actually spoke mm-hmm. we interviewed a few uh, people and we asked them for their opinions mm-hmm. on what should we ask mm-hmm. how should we ask it mm-hmm. on the basis of these interviews mm-hmm. we actually formed a 10 minute survey that mm-hmm. uh, any of the entrepreneurs could take mm-hmm. on uh, google yes. surveys mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. we uh, made sure that the questions were short easy to understand and within under 10 minutes because we knew right. that all the entrepreneurs face time pressure that's what yes. we were told mm-hmm. so on that basis we actually sent it out to about 400 members and mm-hmm. we had 40% participation which is a very 
good figure yes uh, there were some questions that they were able to fill in the blanks all from the members of ascent all from the members of ascent which is across bombay and chennai mm-hmm. right so 40% participation is a very good rate which is what we were told by nielsen mm-hmm. and previous surveys done in the past usually have a 15 10 to 15% participation rate mm-hmm. why did this work because we asked them a few open ended questions uh, what are your top 3 biggest stressors we also asked them some questions on what they face do they face anxiety irritation some of the parameters were do you face it often do you face it sometimes do you face it never uh, so i think it was the strength came in because we had inputs and we actually co-designed this with entrepreneurs in a language that they understood mm-hmm. keeping away from any sort of mental health jargon yes uh, so that was i think the major kind of plus point which mm-hmm. is why we had this 40% participation post that we also had a few more qualitative interviews to get more details mm. on uh, you know what is this fear of failure why this fear of failure mm. uh, right. because that came up as one of the top 3 concerns across the board mm-hmm. and uh, rajiv were they open they were anonymous or they were okay with their names out there so the survey was absolutely anonymous okay. um obviously we had to when we had the qualitative interviews we knew who yes. we were talking to yes um and of those persons quite a few of them openly said that we are happy to share mm. so in fact when we launched the report i was in conversation with an entrepreneur who shared mm-hmm. his journey mm. and uh, where they like most of them like i saw the figures are where they like well established in terms of the figures or they were in terms of ratio starting out or in mid level so uh, ascent by definition itself mm. is entrepreneurs who are growth ready so mm. these are all entrepreneurs who mm. have businesses that have a turnover yes. of minimum 1 crore yes. mm-hmm. so it could be that they've received the funding from family or that they have been running a, a well established business so mm-hmm. that's unclear whether they are new or starting out but yes. this is not startup but culture for sure finance is a big relief for anyone who is starting out so yes at least one parameter gets cancelled out that is the uncertainty of having funds to work well it depends so for maybe a younger entrepreneur mm. if they are trying to do new projects finance could be an issue yes uh, or if they are trying to diversify right. again right so but it that did not come up mm-hmm. in trumps what did come up was uh, the cash flow as we've said mm. um you know one of the other things that did come up between older and younger people was a disagreement regarding the vision of mm-hmm. the business mm-hmm. so while financing may not be an issue it may be starting at a point earlier than financing which is yes. disagreement over the vision itself yes. mm-hmm. absolutely okay now that you have uh, got the data and the surveys done what is it that you are going to do with this report the analytics which have been generated uh, any study further that you are going to do how are you going to uh, respond to that right so as suchita rightly said 10% Uh, of the respondents are women now that we have this data uh, one is to do a little more work on it we do have to talk to persons who are underrepresented mm-hmm. so i we would want to do some more work with the unique life stressors that women entrepreneurs face for okay. example uh, other than that uh, you know this study has given us an idea of what the unique life stressors are 
and that entrepreneurs are not reaching out hmm. uh, for further support okay. everything that they are doing is maybe solitary or internal so the idea then is to build tools that are relevant for entrepreneurs for their mental health it could be apps it could be training mental health professionals because these are very specific things i may not have mental health professionals who will understand cash flow or financing stresses yeah. so for them to understand their own clients better i think and also helping ascent uh, in their peer groups how do you become a better support for each other so mm. we do i think have a way forward in terms of this this is not the final end all and be all i would rather see this as a beginning mm. to do more work right. and especially before we have any other unfortunate wake up calls absolutely the power of the collective what are your thoughts on that and how can we work on this very powerful term so you know i think part of good mental health or accessing mental health is having healthy emotional support mm -hmm. uh, as an individual i i don't think we can accomplish much collectively we can create systemic change mm -hmm. so i think that's the idea here if i have to talk in specific mm -hmm. about this report and the mm -hmm. power of the collective mm -hmm. uh how does it feel if uh, the ceo starts off mm -hmm. uh you know leading on her or his own hmm. by saying yes i'm taking charge of my mental health hmm. i'm accessing the support that i need hmm. and i i'm going to be an example for the rest of you that's number 1 hmm. uh the other thing is if we don't do this collectively we are going to keep on linking hmm. uh business failures or enterprise failures to individual failures so hmm. collectively hmm. uh even as students in business schools hmm. um how about uh, we talk about the art of failure mm -hmm. and as a collective how we can be there mm. for each other mm. uh, when there is failure absolutely any last parting words rajvi from you ascent and mhi uh so the ascent and mhi study i think was exciting for me personally mm. uh, because we co-created it with mm -hmm. entrepreneurs mm -hmm. and i think the findings are uh, startling in the sense that we have some very clear uh, stressors mm. yes. for entrepreneurs mm -hmm. and the biggest one for me is the fear of failure mm -hmm. and this has to be taken up at a systemic level which is even in the media now mm. entrepreneurs are uh, you know given a certain narrative mm. they are lionized they are seen as heroes mm. um, but as as um, my father said earlier uh talking about vulnerability is mm. important and mm. it doesn't make you any less yes uh, so i think that's that's important and that has to be taken up in media in entrepreneurship circles in business schools mm. um actually i think looking at your vulnerability or as you said a little earlier mm. your advantages and disadvantages mm. i'm just using different words yes, for vulnerability mm. but i think it's very important um to look at that and so in that sense i'm very happy that we have this direction um for change absolutely wonderful so what's the way forward now so the way forward now is to do that little more research mm -hmm. uh, we ascent is already uh, talking about this in their trust yes. groups yes. okay uh the most heartening thing was at the launch there were multiple people uh, who came up to me and said that this is very important mm -hmm. the entrepreneur who spoke on stage 
also said that there were many many people who came up to him and spoke so hopefully this is a beginning uh, not just for us not just for ascent but for any entrepreneur who may not be connected mm-hmm. to really take it upon themselves to work on their mental health yes absolutely absolutely thank you so much rajvi thank you harsh sir so much for your time uh, it's okay to be vulnerable it's okay to fail it's very powerful if you go out there and reach out to people and believe in the power of collective i would like to thank my co-host rohan tucker as well thank you guys for listening to this sos show of entrepreneurship and mental health and my listeners guys do not forget to write to us connect to us uh, on the email id provided you can also connect to us on our twitter handle which is eblog media and metaphysical lab you can also connect to us on our other social media platforms which is facebook and linkedin eblog media metaphysical lab i'm your host suchita and i really hope that you can write into us and help us improve our show we wish you guys from eblog media and metaphysical lab a great year ahead a year full of warmth compassion courage empathy and much more Okay guys a quick note from us here at EP Log Media and Metaphysical Lab we have been successfully able to sustain the production of the show for the past 2 years but now we're looking for support we are seeking support from patrons who believe in the cause so that we can continue the production distribution and promotion of the show and enable it to reach maximum people every dollar counts so do consider you will find the link in the description